Review and Renew, the Jersey Business Podcast. Welcome to this episode of Review and Renew, a series of podcasts brought to you by Jersey Business in association with Channel 103. In this series, we're talking about how we can do business better, how we can achieve our goals, and of course, topical at the moment, make our businesses more resilient. In each episode, we'll be talking about one aspect of business today, drawing on the knowledge and expertise of local business leaders. In this podcast, we're going to find out more about Brexit, something you may have thought was done and dusted, but is actually still very much with us and I am delighted to be joined by Senator Ian Gorst and Alexia McClure. Senator Gorst is Jersey's External Relations Minister and has been pivotal to the island's preparations for and response to Brexit. He is an accountant by trade but has been a full-time politician for over 15 years and of course served two terms as the island's chief minister. Alexia McClure is chief operating officer at Jersey Business and is a member of the senior management team and sits on the board of directors. Alexia has extensive private sector experience, having worked in the professional services industry in the UK and South Africa, and 20 years spent developing, managing and delivering business development support programmes in the UK and Jersey. Welcome to you both. Senator Gorst, can we start with you and ask if you could bring us up to speed on what have we been doing since Britain voted to leave the EU and where we are now in terms of our trading relationship with Europe and the UK. We've obviously been party to the negotiations over the last few years. That all came to a head, as it were, the ups and downs of it on Christmas Eve. And then we had a decision to make about whether we thought what had been negotiated on our behalf was the basis of a good, solid trading relationship with Europe for the future. And the State's Assembly agreed unanimously on the 27th of December that we should, as an island, be part of that new relationship that we find ourselves in with the EU. Of course, we've got a little bit of time now from the 1st of January for 90 days just to look over all of the legal text to make sure what we thought it was when we agreed that it was probably on balance the right thing for us to make sure actually it does work in the way that we thought. So that works ongoing for the next 60 days. And after that, we'll be full steam ahead with this new relationship. And of course, it impacts all of our lives. In a nutshell, if this is possible, what are the key new rules that Jersey businesses need to understand? What's happened from a goods perspective, which is what most businesses are concerned about, whether they're going to be selling into Europe or not, is that we, like the UK, have become third country. So just like we've always been for financial services, we've got this element of friction at the border when we're trading, but we've got organisations that can help with that friction and we'll be hearing about all the good things that Jersey Business are doing to help businesses. So there's a new bureaucracy, there's more paperwork and all of those things. But what this new relationship does maintain is tariff-free access. So you've got the costs of bureaucracy, but you still don't have tariffs when you're trading in or out of Europe. That neatly brings me to you, Alexia. Are you getting a lot of calls for help from local business community to deal with Brexit? And what is Jersey Business providing by way of support? We are getting calls and we are working with businesses that are trading with Europe. I think there's an immediate impact of the changes, like any substantial change programme, if you call it that. There are always teething problems when you're looking at new arrangements, and that's certainly happening at the moment. So some of the challenges for businesses moving goods 
is is the the administration and the time frame as well in particular that it's taking for goods to move around the different um, jurisdictions. So those are challenges. In terms of what are we doing to help? Well, we're supporting the businesses. We're trying to make sure that they understand some of the terminology, that they understand what their obligations are, what they can do in terms of putting processes in place within their own businesses, but also who are the partners that they can work with who are used to moving products, the logistics companies, et cetera, who can help these businesses uh, if, you know, if they need that sort of help. So there's a lot of work going on with the customers and immigration team as well. So it's a combined effort really to make sure that these initial problems are overcome as quickly as possible. This is the Review and Renew podcast from Jersey Business. As Senator Gorst, we seem to have been talking about Brexit forever, and I'm sure that you personally are are probably not fed up with it, but would like it to, to move along. It's going to take some time, though, isn't it, for everything and everyone to settle into this new world, this new way of doing things. But what would you say are the big opportunities for the island and for Jersey businesses in particular now? You're right to say that it's going to take some time to settle in because there's implications for individuals travelling to and from Europe. There's implications for islanders that have got second homes in, in Europe. And of course, there are domestic implications for European citizens who are currently living here in Jersey. But there is a real opportunity out of this change, as there is with any change programme. And some of that opportunity, of course, is that UK businesses will be looking to source products perhaps a bit closer to home and services close to home. So I think there's real opportunity for Jersey businesses to look to grow into the UK and the United Kingdom. But there is also the opportunities of quality into Europe because UK businesses are going to find it more difficult as well. And we've got that perhaps particular French flavour so that businesses that want to look to the French market, I think they're going to be welcomed with open doors and there are support mechanisms that businesses can call upon to try and access those markets. But I think actually out of what some are seeing as a difficulty and the bureaucracy that we're currently dealing with, there can be really good, positive new opportunities. Is that something that businesses are doing in in your experience, Alexia, that they are looking more now perhaps towards the European continent than they were before? I think there's a couple of opportunities here. So where businesses have had maybe supply chains or customers in in Europe, there's an opportunity to review and renew potentially those relationships. So we are seeing and hearing from some companies where they've maybe changed suppliers. They've taken this opportunity to look at who they were working with before. There might be challenges around working with some of those businesses and that they've seen an opportunity to work with different suppliers, new ones who might have better prices or better service. And that is really proving to be, you know, really beneficial for some of our companies here. So there's definitely that opportunity. There's an opportunity as well, I think, for Jersey companies to look to the UK. I think there's also an opportunity for Jersey companies to look more at Jersey as a market. There's a lot of churn, there's a lot of opportunity where products in particular that we might have been importing before We might now look and say, we want more of those. We want to buy more local, particularly for food and drink producers. That's a great opportunity to have a much more local market. I think for new exporters, 
there's an opportunity to look to the markets that are closer to us, France, obviously, the UK as well, because it's a lot easier potentially to do business into the UK first if you're a new exporter, and then you can start looking further afield. But I think the change that Brexit brings is that it opens up the whole world and it creates an opportunity for businesses to think, okay, what are my opportunities? And to look and say, where is the best market for my product? Rather than just thinking, Europe is the first place to go to, actually to take a step back and think, what is my product really good at? Why do people buy it? Where are those people? And where are they around the world? And that's a real opportunity. I think the mindset of thinking outside Jersey and thinking outside the UK is a really positive step forward. It's interesting you should you should say all that because I was going to ask about supply chains and border controls and you've very neatly covered that. But another question that's on people's minds, and, and you mentioned this, Senator Gorst, is the, the movement of labour post-Brexit, the movement of people. But of course, the pandemic has shown us that people don't have to be physically based in a workplace to actually work for a business. So do you think this is going to perhaps even widen our labour pool helping to bring expertise into the island, but without putting pressure on infrastructure? I think through the pandemic, through the upheaval that you might say that Brexit is, there are great opportunities. And we know that we as an island have got a fantastic technological infrastructure. That means we can now draw upon expertise from anywhere around the globe and have face-to-face meetings with people in a way that we've never had before. And we can use this technology to our advantage and businesses can do the same. One thing I would just say, of course, is that perhaps the first priority for local businesses is to make sure that where they have got European citizens as employees, just to make sure they've gone through the settled status regime and they feel welcomed and they're then secure to make sure that they remain and they've got the employment requirement that they need, but not just to look at physical employees based here. There's a whole new world of opportunity for people around the globe. And that ties in, of course, with because alongside the Brexit deal, there's all a whole host of other new free trade agreements that the UK is negotiating around the world. And we are party to those negotiations as well. And so there is this new, as one door closes or one door becomes perhaps slightly more difficult, but it doesn't need to be. If we can find those opportunities, a whole new other market opens. And so it's raising our head above what was and looking around for new opportunities because they really are there. The products that Jersey businesses are producing, the services as well that they're supplying, in many cases are second to none. And therefore there is a market. Sometimes it's just that that market doesn't yet know about them. Helping keep businesses working. This is Review and Renew, the podcast series from Jersey Business. And of course, the same is true the the other way around, isn't it? Actually, we could start exporting some of the skills, the knowledge, the expertise that we have in the island, which is, as you've already mentioned, Senator Gorsi, is a very high standard. We could actually start exporting some of those skills. So it's not just products, it could actually be services and knowledge that we could seize opportunities on. As we've mentioned already, the infrastructure from a technology point of view that we've got here, really does mean that you can be sitting in Jersey and actually working around the world or working with businesses and for businesses, wherever they might be. So that's clearly an opportunity, I think, for individuals. It's also an opportunity for businesses to think, how might they be able to export their own services, but also how can they collaborate potentially more in a broader way than than has been the case in the past? So I think that there are real opportunities now to look at new ways of doing business, so new business models, 
models, particularly around partnerships, around collaboration, around working with other organizations who might understand new markets in a way that you as an organization in Jersey don't. How can you partner with those? How can you joint venture or just have an association that means that actually you can access markets more easily because you can benefit from established relationships of others? So I think the opportunity is for people to take a look at their business and think, what have I got that's special, that is unique to me, that provides something that the market doesn't have? And how can I then create a new arrangement with new partners that I can take that around the world? It's a great opportunity. Let me take that thought and perhaps scale it up into an island context. Politically and economically, where do you think Jersey can position itself now in terms of global trade? I think this is a a very exciting time because we in Jersey have been saying these things about the global marketplace offering the top quality services and products, whether that be in Europe, whether it be in America or the Middle East or the Far East. And now we've got this growing voice that's coming alongside us and saying, yes, that's absolutely right. So we work very much with the embassies and high commissions around the world to sell Jersey, to market Jersey, very much alongside businesses as well who've got something to offer or cultural organisations or sports organisations or educational organisations. I'm really, really proud of what Jersey does and how it provides its services. And wherever I go, people are fascinated by that. We really do influence far greater than you would expect for an island of 100,000 people, whether that be financial services and trust, whether that be Jersey milk or Jersey ice cream, or whether it be some of the really new but wide-reaching technological companies who are doing their thinking and their innovation here. They're using perhaps Far East manufacturing companies, but they're selling into America and around Europe real top-quality innovative products. And I think that we can continue to be that centre of innovation. We've heard Prime Minister Boris Johnson's aspiration to create a Singapore on Thames for London's financial services sector. In reality, what is the discussion behind that story and how can the island complement rather than conflict with London in that scenario? We always, everything that we do and how we communicate what's happening here in Jersey and the cross-border services that we are providing is one of a complementary service. So if somebody is coming and using a Jersey structure, for example, they might want to list in the UK and they might use UK service providers. That's complementary. If they weren't using a Jersey structure, it's most likely they'd be using a structure somewhere else, maybe in the Far East, and therefore not listing in London and not using London service providers. So Even if there is this slight change in regulatory and legislative approach in the UK, and it's far too early to say whether there will be, we are still stronger together. The city and Jersey is not one plus one makes two, it's one plus one makes three. And we are very much are complementary in everything that we do. And I can't see that that won't continue to be the case, but for many years to come. You're listening to the Jersey Business Podcast. Review and renew. For more business help and advice, go to jerseybusiness.je. We may be quite small geographically, but Jersey Business actually has, this is Jersey Businesses rather than Jersey Business, actually has quite a big voice. What do you think is the reason for that? 
Well, I think when you're looking around the world, you have to look at the combination of everything that you project. You can't take the business community and the trade in products or services that we do and just think that that alone is something that, you know, somebody in Australia or China or America might cling on to. Actually, it's the totality of everything. So it's the people who are from Jersey who move and go and live somewhere else. It's the people who live in Jersey who've got family somewhere else who come and visit here and the visitor economy that we have here. It's the products, the great products that we've been talking about that we export that you see on a shelf in a supermarket somewhere or in a farm shop somewhere and think, oh, that comes from Jersey. That's really great. And the more of all of these things that you see, the more you people connect and the more they connect with the island that they come from. So it's really interesting from when we're talking about exporting and importing, those actually, those are relationships. It's not just an, a, a widget that's moving in a paper bag around the world. It's a series of relationships that are being made between people who live here and work here and people who live and work somewhere else. So the more we can understand the trade that we do, the more we can understand the movement of people in and out of our island, the more we can see where the opportunity is both for us to exert our influence, to have a voice, to create a trade opportunity, but also to create an, a potential inward investment opportunity. So businesses that are in those places might see Jersey and think that would be a great place to set up my UK, European, continental European operation. So the reason that we've got a great big voice is because we have a lot to offer and we are sending a lot of those messages around the world. And it's a very positive thing for us. Jersey has a long history of reviewing, renewing and often reinventing itself to suit changes in global trade conditions. Do you see Brexit then as a catalyst for a reinvention, a renewal of what Jersey is doing? I see it as an opportunity to capitalise on the change that Brexit is bringing. I think it, we're in an interesting time when Brexit and COVID has come together in a maelstrom of change. It's quite difficult at the moment to know which is creating what, but what it is doing is making us think differently. And I think that that is the opportunity, that we have got an opportunity to think differently about our offering as individuals, as businesses, as an island and as a community. So yes, I think so. But I think we need to really understand that opportunity and go for it. Senator Gorst. I mean, we've got, Lexi has said, lots of business and what Jersey does is about relationship. And we've got such an endlessly fascinating and long history that those people that we've got a relationship with around the world are always want to talk about and always want to understand. And some of that is, as you said, the reinvention from the Jersey, the jumper to New Jersey, the state from fishing uh, off uh, Canada to cider to all of these things and, and then where we are now marketing ourselves around the globe. So Brexit is making us look to new markets. COVID is speeding up technological change, something that we knew that was going to happen. And as we come out of this pandemic, we'll have a technological change, we'll have looking for new markets, we'll have the idea of a new approach to the environment, a green island, and we've got all of that exciting. And that's also starting to get traction as we speak to some of our relationships around the globe as well. 
all the work that we're doing in international development as well. It's all complementary. And I think we can be really proud of that. And to some extent, the services that we offer in financial services, its time can come to deliver green investment, to deliver sustainable investment, sits totally alongside some of the work in Jersey Overseas Aid of increasing and improving livelihoods in some of the poorest places around the globe. But also you've got this other provision of technological advance and innovation, which is transforming people's lives as well. And we probably just take simply world pay. How has that transformed payments and access to products? It's been transformative in a way that we can't really properly explain. But that started here in Jersey and that innovation is continuing and it's been going on for centuries. Oh, I think on that note, Senator Ian Gorst and Alexi McClure, it has been another fascinating discussion. I'd like to thank you both very much for your time and your insights into this topic. If you'd like more information and advice on running your business and perhaps how to deal with the challenges and opportunities of Brexit, there is a huge library of resources on the Jersey Business website, jerseybusiness.je. And you can listen to other podcasts in this series there or through the Channel 103 website, channel103.com. Until next time, thank you for listening and goodbye. To listen to more from the Review and Renew series of podcasts, visit jerseybusiness.je.